Hey, bowlers, bowling this month is back. Bowling this month is bowling's trusted technical resource that's relied upon by thousands of serious bowlers, pro shop operators, and professional coaches. From independent ball reviews to great instructional articles on all facets of our sport, you'll find it all at bowlingthismonth.com. For less than the price of a cup of coffee per month, you can have online access to Bowling This Month's premium technical bowling content that will help you improve your game. Bowling This Month is so confident you'll be satisfied, they're offering a 14-day money-back guarantee to all subscribers. Check out BowlingThisMonth.com and sign up today. Now is the time to reinforce your bowling arsenal, and BowlerX.com is the online leader in price, service, and selection. With free insured shipping on every item we carry, including a complete line of pro shop supplies, as well as balls, bags, shoes, accessories, and more. Also check out the large selection of closeout and discontinued items at a fraction of their original cost. BowlerX.com, your online bowling superstore and proud sponsor of Above180.com. You can hear Above 180 on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, Kindle Fire, and beyond, on demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free at Stitcher.com or in the app stores. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. BowlerX.com, your online bowling equipment superstore, presents the Above180.com podcast. Tim Berg is ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts, and the stars of the PBA. Now, here's your host, Tim Berg. While at one of the recent PWBA events, I had a chance to sit down and do a roundtable, you could say, with three of the up-and-coming stars of the PWBA. I sat down with Heather D'Erico, Liz Culkin, and Brittany Hamilton. So I want to take you back to that interview and just share some of our thoughts where we just kind of throw questions around the table and let the gals all just kind of talk about the return of the PWBA. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. All right. Well, let's begin with Brittany. How do you think things went this weekend? This was the inaugural PBA event. Yeah, I think it went really well. You know, I think everybody with the PWBA is kind of doing what they can, you know, the kind of weren't sure what to expect when all this started and I think they're doing a wonderful job with everything you know Steve Cook's Fireside Lanes the staff everybody here has been awesome the crowd was amazing last night there's a ton of people here watching Um, to get that support after not having a tour for so long is pretty neat to see you know none of us have really been able to experience something like that so to have the the crowd support was probably one of the biggest things you know a lot of people came out which was amazing yeah Liz talk about that because there there was a good crowd here the the paddock area was full back there watching behind you guys the bleachers are full talk about is that what you expected when you when you guys came back and and I know you bowled in Green Bay you you guys are up there at the at the tournament there so talk about the the crowds and and really the support that really Sacramento has shown for the uh, PWBA yeah definitely I agree with Brittany I mean probably around the fifth game of the second block we turned around and the entire back was just completely filled with fans. I mean we had people hooting and hollering cheering for us when we were striking and I mean some people may laugh at that but it was really cool to see that people really are in this for us you know they're supporting us and after like Brittany said it's been gone for so long it's really refreshing to see that people are still interested and so really happy for us to have the tour back. 
Did that create any nerves amongst you ladies when you when you started again? And and I know I talked to even a couple veteran bowlers who said you know the first first couple frames it was the ball was, <laughs> didn't want to come off my hand quite so easy. Uh, did any of you ladies experience anything uh, anything like that, or did, or did all of your collegiate play kind of help you with that? So we, you come out on this stage and it's not much different. It's not much different when you're used to college bowling, honestly. But it did. It did help me keep my head up a little bit because I was bowling terrible. And when I heard those people like hooting and hollering and cheering, it reminds you like, okay, people are watching you. They're looking up to you. Like whether you're bowling good or bowling bad, you got to come back and keep your head up and not get too angry and show your frustration and kind of like, you know, mingle with people, show that you have a personality and you're enjoying what you're doing, whether you're bowling good or bad, you're happy to be back and, and doing that. Okay. Let's talk about the 44 foot pattern you guys are bowling on seemed uh, from all indications are it seemed to play different between sets so just talk about um, talk about that and, and scoring pace and, and what you guys think and and um, you know kind of just your thoughts you know overall I think it ended up being a, a really fair pattern um, the scores weren't outrageous you know anything like that it wasn't like averaging 240 to make the cut so I think they did a good job in that aspect you know the pattern really played different even pair to pair throughout the whole house you know the high end and low end was so different um things like that and i mean like i said overall it was a fair pattern you know the carry in this building isn't exactly the best so if you didn't get the, the ball going through the pins the right way you know you weren't able to string some strikes together which was my biggest issue really you know it was a lot of carry issues and then you start trying to make the ball strike and then that's just when every everything just goes downhill so but but overall the pattern was great is there anything, Liz, that you would compare this type of pattern to that you bowled on in, in previous, whether it be at Nebraska or other PBA, other other tournaments you bowled? I would have to say in college, I don't know if you guys agree, we didn't really bowl on that much long stuff, not that I remember for four years. So it was different to see this type of pattern, but I, I usually like bowling on long. You know, I have a higher rev rate, a lower speed. So, you know, I'm a little disappointed that I make, didn't make a cut on something like this, but I agree with Brittany. I thought the scoring pace was great. I thought the scoring pace at Queens was great. So I think the PWBA really has a handle on what the score should be like, and that's always nice because you don't want to see the cut at averaging 240 because that's just really discouraging. But I think this is a great start for the PWBA, and I think it's just a sign for great things to come. Final question on the, on the pattern issue. It was released Thursday night. Before your practice session, is that is that correct, or was it only? I didn't really see it before the practice session. You know, I mean, it wasn't until about halfway through we even really knew the length of it. Um, is that is that something you like maybe would like to see change, just so that when you're traveling to these events, you kind of have an idea of what arsenal to bring with you? Certainly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, somebody coming from New York that is flying to a lot of stops. Um, we're very fortunate that I actually just found out there's a lot of uh, transport to the places, which really helps. I was just about to ship my balls out today until I realized that there's transport to Wichita, which is the next event I'm bowling at. So that helps, but I think it would definitely, maybe even just release the footage, say, okay, ladies, we're bowling on 38 feet. Maybe not say the mills, maybe not say if it's a WTBA or um, sport pattern, PBA pattern, what have you, but I feel like just a little bit of information would be helpful to narrow down our ball decisions. Yeah, it definitely made it really hard knowing that I was flying out, trying to decide if I was going to bring two bags or bring a third and pay the extra baggage fee <laughs> or if you're going to ship balls or what to do really. So it would be helpful for that. But the rest of the stops, you have the truck taking the bowling ball, so it doesn't really matter for the most part at this point. So 
Collegiate bowling, ladies all bowling college. What is the um, the biggest takeaway that you were able to to use this this week on the lanes? I mean, you know, through college, we bowled on a bunch of different types of patterns. So I think through the summer, that'll kind of help us out a little bit. You know, being able to adjust and you know, there's a lot of you know, in college, there's 10 people on a pair, so there's a lot of breakdown and there's a lot of adjusting. And out here, you know, we only had five people on a pair, but the lanes are still breaking down. They're changing from pair to pair. So that college experience and that kind of aspect definitely helps, you know, moving from pairs and being able to adjust quickly is, you know, something that we could take away this summer. Yeah, I feel like adjustments is a big thing because not only are you bowling with 10 people, you're bowling usually with 10 people that have completely different styles. So it really makes you pay attention to moves, and I think that really helps being out here. Obviously, you're bowling with ladies that, you know, maybe a little bit more talented skill-wise, obviously, so lanes break down faster. But I think also for me, um, equipment is a big thing. Um, obviously, at Nebraska, I threw Storm, but um, it definitely made me realize how important equipment is and how fast you have to be at it so I think that's another thing that helps me. Spares. <laughs> spares. All, all those spares <laughs> we had issue in practice at college definitely helps when you're at these big events. Gotta learn how to grind out those games when the lanes are changing and you don't have the right reaction you've got to just keep shooting those spares. <laughs> so um one thing I, I talked to Leanne Holzenberg about the, the, the first go-around of the PWBA, and she said she doesn't remember so much the actual specific tournaments, but what she remembers is the fun that she had with the other ladies. Mm-hmm. Don't have to go into details, but have you guys been able to experience some of that stuff just the, after the event, before the event, you know, even during the event, just the camaraderie? Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody's so excited this is back, so everybody kind of shares that same feeling. You know, we're all friends off the lanes, on the lanes we're all competitors so you know when we're not bowling everybody is just has come together to celebrate this PWBA coming back and um, you know I mean obviously we're having a lot of fun it's nice to see these ladies again because we don't get to see each other very often we're all from all over the country so being able to see these people you know on a weekly basis now is going to be a lot of fun this summer. Anything to add Liz? Yeah I mean I've only been we've only been here for three days and I've already made some new friendships and created new bonds with different people so I'm really excited for the next 10 weeks. <laughs> Talk about how social media has played a part in kind of everything these days. Um, you know, from bowling to your collegiate bowling to the information that is out there these days. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I use social media all the time for Bullfit, so I'm always on there and always trying to promote PWBA as much as possible. And it's gotten, you know, pretty good response. People are really into it and they're following what's going on, which is awesome. It's cool. Yeah, it's really important. I mean, everybody has a cell phone. Everybody has Facebook for the most part. So, you know, promoting our sport, promoting the PWBA is huge just so we get some more followers. And also, you know, for our respective bowling companies, it's important to promote them. Um, And it's also important to remember what you're saying and remember who's looking at your posts. So, you know, if you're disappointed, like I said, I was disappointed to make the cut, you can't really express too much disappointment because it rubs off in a wrong way. So I think it really teaches you to what you're saying because there's a lot of people looking at what you're saying so (laughs) yeah Yeah, I mean it's been huge you know the social media has really gotten the attention back for the PWBA and you know just talking to some people from the Sacramento area you know the the people running the tournament they've been you know blasting it on social media and the response has been huge and you know it showed with all the people that were here last night watching and 
and even now, you know, the crowds are kind of coming in as the, the morning's gone along. So. so Heather, I want to talk a little bit about Bullfit. You meant you alluded to it, but talk about that and kind of your, you know, how that's working out for you. How bowlers, both men and women, are embracing that. Um, a lot of people have embraced it more than I originally anticipated they would, and it's been awesome to see all the support that it's gotten, and I'm really thankful for it. Um, being on tour this first weekend out here has been an eye-opener to see kind of what goes on and how how people go about dealing with those long days and the food that we're supplied, I guess. <laughs> and I always heard, you know, like when you go on tour, you know, people put weight on and they, you know, fall out of their good, healthy habits. And so it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, from my perspective, how things go along on the tour and how I can like manage to stay healthy and promote some healthy tips to people that are on tour. (laughs) Anyone else have any thoughts on that? I I mean, I think what Heather's doing is awesome. You know, she's really trying to to promote this healthy fitness for bowling, which, you know, a lot of people kind of don't see and you know with her being on tour she'll be able to help everybody else out and you know help us be healthier on tour like she said being on the road you know you don't have many choices to eat very healthy and you're trying to eat quick and you have to go to fast food and you know whatever you got to do I mean it's just you know we don't have the time to go sit down and find something good you just got to eat quick and you know her being on tour and being able to go through that you know maybe she'll be able to give everybody else some tips on how to do better at you know everything and I don't know. It's just really hard. <laughs> Being on the road all the time is just not. It's just not easy. It's you not know? conducive to good eating. Yeah. I mean, we don't have time. You know, we had like 45. Well, it was like an hour and 15 minutes. But you know, by the time you get your stuff together and get out the door, and you have like half an hour to, you know, run to Taco Bell down the road or something. You know. And then you're trying to get your equipment squared yeah. away for the next next block yeah. as well. So. The, the timing is just is hard, and it it makes eating healthy even harder. So, you know. All right, well, ladies, I want to thank you all for sitting down with me for this kind of post, uh, post-tournament post update, and best of luck as you all continue your journeys on the uh, summer PWBA tour. Thank you very thank much. You. Thank you. PWBA, woo! <laughs>